So you're about to learn five new things for Friday, August 12th, 2022. This is the stupid email, which of course stands for swipe, thought, uplifting, picture, interesting, and drawing. Let's get started. So this was seen in the wild. So this high school freshman puts up door hangers and sends a handwritten note to his neighborhood to promote his lawn care business. And it's just some good old fashioned hustle. It's kind of cool. So he uses a uh, template. He probably got made off Canva or something like that with his phone number, all that kind of stuff saying weekly lawn mowing, tree trimming, etc. And side note, he has this really funny horse pushing a lawnmower. And I was like, why is there a horse pushing a lawnmower? I looked at the name of it. It's Mighty Mules Lawn Care. Ha, excellent. And he includes this handwritten note that he sends to personalize the connection to that neighbor. And I would say this is probably 10x is his chance of getting their business. And he's like, hey, my name is XYZ. I'm a freshman at XYZ. Uh, I do Mighty Mules Lawn Care. It's my company. And I'd love the opportunity to earn your business. And it's just a really sweet note. It's pretty cool. And I think a lot of people love it when a young person tries to hustle. I remember doing this for power washing. I remember uh, when I was a Boy Scout and I have to go door to door selling tickets to the Boy Scout fair. And people just love buying stuff from young people that are trying. So if you're young and trying, you've got a huge advantage here. I thought this was really cool. Here is an interesting thought. So when something works well, you keep repeating it until it doesn't work well. I remember doing this at AppSumo, uh, trying to help grow the email list. And we'd see like, well, what's working well? And they'd be like, oh, giveaways are working well. It's like, well, keep repeating giveaways until they just stop working. <laughs> and then you try something else. But you just, if something's really working well, you have to keep repeating it. It's always a lesson I have to remind myself of. Um, here's an example displaying that. Look at uh, my buddy Noah Kagan's top five YouTube video titles. Each one of these has like million plus views or something. Um, it's asking millionaires how to make $1 million. Next video asking 80 year old millionaires if it was worth it. Next video, asking super yacht owners how to make a million dollars. Next video, asking millionaires how to make a million dollars. Next video, I asked crypto millionaires how to invest $5,000. So as you can see, it's just like these videos and it, uh, you could just look at his channel and see like the videos where he goes and like knocks on people's doors and are like, how did you get rich? And people just love those. So I've actually talked with Noah about this and these videos are not the most fun for him to make because they take two plus days of filming, uh, that you end up getting only like 12 minutes of actual footage. It's really uncomfortable to ask people this stuff sometimes. Sometimes, you know, it's not fun to like go up to random people's houses and be like, hey, I want to record you on video. Um, and then also he has to spend a lot of money on the crew and there's so much footage that there's a lot of editing work too. So his goal was to grow the channel and those videos tend to hit hard. So he's gone hard on those. I remember him showing me a video that he was really proud of about him fishing with his friend and talking about life. And he was like, I got, I loved this video. It was so good. And I was watching it and a couple of us were, and we were like, this video kind of sucks. <laughs> and then we watched one of the ones of him uh, knocking on super yacht owners doors to see how they made their million dollars. And that one was far more interesting. It was actually just a more inherently interesting video than like watching Noah talk to his buddy about fishing or something. So it's kind of a good lesson that if something's working at your company, can you repeat it? Like I bet you did a really good promotion or something at some point. Can you repeat that same thing over and over until it doesn't work, then find something else. So similarly, it, it reminds me for my own YouTube video channel, which I'm trying to hit 100,000 subscribers, that uh, doing random videos tends not to work as well. Because look at my top five videos. Uh, number one is nine copywriting exercises to, to start doing right now. 
You can start doing it right now. Uh, number two, how to become a copywriter with no experience. Number three, what is copywriting? Number four, how to write a great memo. Number five, how to get your first freelance copywriting job. So it's pretty clear people want copywriting advice from my channel. That tends to hit. And these broad topics of like uh, copywriting exercise tend to hit really well. So theoretically, if I wanted to grow this faster, I'd create content directly harping on that. That is, uh, you know, an interesting thought to know. Um, here's something uplifting. I feel like I've been making some progress on my goals uh, for the year, my personal goals. So my personal goals for the rest of the year are as follows. 100,000 Twitter subs, 100,000 YouTube subs, 200,000 organic visits per month with 2% conversion, specifically 2% conversion. Um, post one audio podcast per week. Uh, I think I'm just going to do it every Tuesday. I'm just randomly picking that day. And then be a guest on one podcast per week. And so if you want, by the way, reply to this email if you're seeing this, if you're interested in having me or hit me up on Twitter. And so uh, if I'm a copywriter worth my salt, I should be able to do this, right? It should be that I am putting out words to the world that a lot of people want to read. And I think if I'm a good copywriter, I should be able to do these goals. So the one I'm the most nervous about, though, is the hardest goal to hit will be 100,000 subs on Twitter. This would require about a 4xing of my audience in less than five months. So I started connecting with a bunch of other people on Twitter to kind of learn from them. And I'm even hosting a Twitter in-person event in Austin in two weeks. It's gonna be kind of like a more small private event. And I think in another month or so, me and Cody Sanchez will host a uh, co-host like a, a much larger event. So um, you can actually follow along and see if I'm hitting these goals. I made a page, copywritingcourse.com slash stats. And I post all the, uh, the stats there. You can see everything. And then um, do you want to grow in joining uh, or like join me in growing your own social followings? I'm curious if this is like a thing. I would love to have like a group of people I do this with. And uh, if you join our community and hop inside, I think I'm going to do this with a couple of people inside there. It'd be fun to like just get together, kind of review where we're at, what to do, all that kind of stuff. I think it'd be really great. You should join our community anyway. It's about to be uh, Q4 pretty soon and you need to ramp up your marketing for those uh, Q4 months. Uh, October, November, December are always the biggest months in the economic history. So you should always make sure you got all your stuff revamped and uh, join our community, copywritingcourse.com. Just join, do it. Um, here's a picture. Can you spot why this guy is still totally poor? So this is a picture of a guy. It's like in the depression era. And what he's doing is he has a sign that says, I know three trades. I speak three languages. I fought for three years, have three children and no work for three months, but I only want one job. Why is this guy poor? Huh, 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 huh. And I think the reason why is this because this guy is a horrible copywriter. Look at his sign again. While it's like a, a heart-wrenching sign, etc., it's all about him. It's all about me, 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 all about him. So he says, I know three trades, okay, uh, which ones? I speak three languages, uh, which ones? I fought for three years and have three children, so what? It's like not my problem. Maybe you suck. Um, it says he has no work for three months. Like th that's what I meant. It, maybe he sucks on that. And he's like, but I only want one job. And it's like, okay, that's cool. I know what you want, but how can you help me? And so using the sob story to get someone to hire him, in my opinion, is not the greatest thing. Um, as if someone owes him employment just because he has kids. So if I was an employer, I wouldn't care about this. In fact, his sign almost makes me think that he's kind of a liability. Like it says he has three children, no work for three months. It all kind of makes it seem like, why can't he get a job? Or if he has three kids, is he always going to be missing stuff, right? So um, let's fix up this sign with more enticing copy. So for example, it says available for work ASAP, highly skilled at metalworking, woodworking, and welding. I speak English, French, and Spanish. I'm reliable, hardworking, and a former army surgeon. I can, I'm a fast learner and can help with anything you need. 
this guy is far more likely to get hired, right? Because the first guy is sob story guy. He's like, I have a bunch of kids, hire me, I can't work, whatever. Whereas B is like the skilled and ready to work guy. Which guy do you think you're gonna hire? It's the B, it's the guy who's like, you know what? I'm ready to make your business awesome. Tell me what to do, I'm on it. So be that guy. Here's something interesting. This is the daily to-do list format that can potentially change your life. And the reason I say that is because like tens of thousands of people have seen this now. Uh, This is a to-do list format I kind of invented for myself back in around around 2012. And it took years to develop this specific method. And it keeps you more focused. It keeps you on track of appointments. And you can see when your work is done for the day. And in honestly, all opinion, in my opinion, that's the most important thing. Now, here's how you make it. So first you start with a blank sheet of paper. You draw a line at the top and write the date. Then you write out your daily tasks, just like you would with bullet points. And then uh, you draw a line down the page to track your uh, appointments and then all the different hours of the day. And then at the bottom, you write a summary. And you can actually see on the site how this is made. And once you have this to-do list made, I will say that here's a pro tip for staying ultra-focused. I do this, it's, it's amazing. It is the stupidest, dumbest hack I've ever come up with in my life that has the most results. Here's what you do. You take your to-do list, imagine you have your to-do list there. It has all these bullet points on it. You take a scrap piece of paper, white, yellow, brown, I don't really care what the color of the paper is. You put a piece of tape at the top and you just tape it to the top item. So you can only see one item on the to-do list, your first one. And your job right now is to only work on this item until it's done. No other task will distract you since the paper is covering everything else. So you start working on that one singular task until it's finished. And it's kind of cool because sometimes you sit down and you see all these items in your list, you get a little overwhelmed. You're like, what the hell do I do? Well, this one, you have one task. So you do it. And then what you do is you unstick that piece of paper and you move it down one. And then you do that task and so forth and so forth. And once you scratch off those tasks, you're done. And so if you just go down the sheet, uh, the, the page of your task with that sheet of paper, a lot of times I'll scratch off the last task, move it down. And I'm like, oh, wait, there's, there's nothing else to do. And... Here's a rule. Once you scratch off that last task, you're done for the day, okay? So I make it a rule that once I scratch off my entire to-do list, I'm not allowed to do any more work. And I actually think this is good because it prevents burnout. It prevents you from getting too tired. It prevents you from, uh, you know, being afraid of work that like, oh, work never ends. With this, it's just like you're incentivized to get rid of all the tasks because at the end of the day, you'll be done. So this to-do list trick has helped myself and thousands of others focus on work, get it finished, and then go play. And if you want to go do something productive with your time, you could do it after that. But once you're done with the to-do list, you're done with work. And uh, bonus points for making your to-do list the night before. It's super helpful. And finally, here's a drawing. And this is uh, my representation of what some Black Friday sales look like, where it's just like, Black Friday, Black Friday, sale, 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 sale. And But here's the thing. The biggest sales week of the year in the U.S. is generally Black Friday. And so if you're a copywriter and looking to end 2022 with record sales numbers, there's one event you need for your calendar. And it's the second annual Black Friday Summit. And that's on October 3rd through 5th. And it's presented by Get Emails. So there's going to be 30 plus marketing experts, live training, and uh, you can get free tickets right now. And by the way, I'll be speaking. So if you're looking for a cutting edge email marketing secrets thing, new strategies for SMS or want some conversion rate hacks for some of the best marketers in the business, uh, well, the Black Friday Summit has got you covered. So we got live sessions from dozens of experts like Ezra Firestone, Amanda Natividad, I follow her on Twitter, Jimmy Kim, Johnson, uh, Johnston, Nikki Elba, Tina Donati, Neville Medora. Yes, I'm speaking. And many, 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 many more.
So it's the only virtual event dedicated exclusively to Black Friday and Cyber Monday strategies. And it's all completely free. All you need to do is get your ticket using this special link. And plus all the stupid email readers get a bonus. You get this free video case study on how an e-commerce company turned a tiny list of 2,700 people into 32K of sales and just selling a $29 product on Black Friday. So you'll see the exact emails, ads, upsell templates, all for free when you sign up. So I am actually giving a presentation on this summit where I'm gonna talk about Black Friday because it's always been an important part of a lot of the business I've been involved in. Black Friday, people are ready to buy. It's usually the end of the year. If you have a good deal, people are ready to buy deals. And so there's another thing, and thank God for the person who invented this, but Cyber Monday is also a great time. So you do Black Friday, Cyber Monday. And if you have an e-commerce business or a business that sells anything and you don't do Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you are potentially missing out on a whole bunch of revenue, potentially 50% to 75% of your whole year. So for example, most retail stores, let's say at a mall like The Gap, they don't make profit most of the year, and it's just the last three months where they make all their profit because those are the holiday seasons. That's when uh, Halloween happens. That's when Thanksgiving happens. That's when Black Friday happens. That's when Cyber Monday happens. That's when the holiday season starts and Christmas, Hanukkah, et cetera, everyone's buying gifts. So it's kind of funny. Q4 is when most businesses, especially retail, make their actual profit all in just that three months. Isn't that crazy? So uh, join this uh, copywriting summit. Check it out. Click the link over here and uh, register for the Black Friday Summit. My name is Neville Medora. I hope you have a great Friday and I will talk to you later.